Five-Year Mission, the podcast, episode 47. This episode of Five-Year Mission, the podcast is brought to you by Fansets, your home for all things pop culture pin related. Head over to fansets.com and see all that they have to offer. And also stay tuned at the end of the episode for a very special offer from us here at Five-Year Mission. By now you figured out that this is the Five-Year Mission podcast. Welcome to Five Year Mission, the podcast, the only podcast hosted by a band called Five Year Mission. I am Andy Fark. I don't think I introduced myself on the last episode we did of this. I don't know if you said your name or not. I don't think I ever did, uh, but I think people he, know by now. Sure, sure. They know this voice. I would hope so. Yeah, I would hope so. The three listeners probably know. <laughs> and yes, the sound you hear right now is four voices. Yes, yeah, speaking four of distinct three voices. listeners, I just had three people <laughs> listening to me. One of them's Mike Rittenhouse. What's up? One of them's Noah Butler. Hey. The other one's Chris Bergen. Here. <laughs> Present. 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 Murray. Present. <laughs> uh, we are going to do another episode of What Are Little Songs Made Of? Today we are concentrating on the episode yeah, and the song. Woo, <laughs> uh, boy, here you go. The Alternative Factor. Yay. Oh my gosh! What was the what was the quote I pulled up? He's death, anti-life. He lives to destroy, which is basically what this episode is to me. It is anti-life, and it means to destroy me. You know, it's funny because I find this this episode endlessly entertaining. Wow, I do. Do you, do you do a lot of drugs before? Watching? I just I just enjoy because there's so. Ah, man, there's just so much. There's, there's well, so bad. much. There's so much facial hair to watch. Oh, the the ma- the the it, bird's nest flipping around his face like it's, it's alive. It goes into so many different spots on his it's, face and legs. Oh man! Well, from from it's what I've gathered, transcendent. Chris has there. Are, there are episodes of Star Trek. Chris has only seen once. That's true. This and, must and, be and one. this one he's seen like fifty times. More than that, yeah. <laughs> wow. I have um, not seen it that many times, but wow. I have seen it more than once, a few times at least. So yeah, I I don't hate this episode. I mean, I am fully aware of how bad it is. The level of bad. Mm-hmm. It's really campy. I mean, as, even as Star Trek goes, but it also has one of the most I don't know excitable characters. Like he is so like. <laughs> I mean. He's no Van Gelder, but he's still, <laughs> he's, he's, I mean, his eyes are pretty, you know, yeah, they're like, yeah, I mean, yeah. he's excited, man. Yeah. And excitable. not in a good way. He's yeah. very excitable. As you're watching through the original series in, in broadcast order, mm-hmm. this is like, this is the first episode that's just not great. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I agree. Like, it's, well, there's it's, not much it's, to it's, it. It's entertaining yeah. on yeah. certain levels, but like. All of the episodes before this have like a significance. Like they're they're enjoyable. They have you know good whatever. Like this one, it's it's like the first throwaway episode. It is like, a throwaway mm-hmm. episode. I will give you that. It's it's um, you say on certain levels, but it's really just this one is very surface level. <laughs> and I mean, the whole conceit of the entire episode are these two, you know. Lazarus A and yeah, Lazarus yeah, B. Yeah, Lazarus A and B at war with each other. Oh, Riddle of Lazarus A and, and Lazarus B. And, you know, 
the the trippy scenes when they're kind of on the in between worlds. The what? The, the winking. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> that's what they called in, on Memory Alpha. Winking. Winking. In, in 1988, I think my family got like a, one of those like really gigantic VHS like home video recorder. Oh yeah, like yeah. The, sh- the shoulder. The shoulder ones. Yeah, yeah. the shoulder and held on the shoulder. Did, did it have this effect on and it? It had that effect. It was, oh yeah. Is it called solarizing? Is that so what? Something like something that. like that. It was just yeah. that negative. You know, think and and it, like I would use that effect all the time when I would film something because I just thought it was so, so artsy cool. And cool. Oh, yeah. Looked like a looked like a Jefferson Airplane video, <laughs> <laughs> or you know, uh, second season from from, Star from Trek the Star Wars episode. Christmas special. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> this yeah. Is, no, this is first season. This is first season. Yeah, this is first season. It, yeah. It's it's the penultimate episode of the first season. Oh, okay. Uh, that's right. Unfortunately, this is this is the episode you want to show as you're building towards your big climax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm well, not going to be the one to be able to describe the plot too well from my memory. So someone else is going to have. Well, to do it's that. like the, the, the songwriter. Yeah. <laughs> right. Hey, I picked up on the correct theme and went with it. Basically, it's like the Enterprise comes near this planet, and then they start having this issue with like the dilithium crystals draining power. And it turns out they were like bait, like la- like the regular la- Lazarus A, um, you know, from chimpanzee to chimpanzee. <laughs> um, Lazarus A is basically just like just like yeah, you're bait. This you, you're the reason I wanted you to come come down here. They're trying to destroy this creature down on the planet, and Spock's like, you crazy. There's no other creature down there. It turns out that it's because it's like keeps switching through the worlds, like the two universes between Lazarus A and Lazarus B, and the matter and antimatter versions of Lazarus are just fighting each other for like basically control. Like, I want to stay in this universe. No, this universe is better. Oh, chocolate in my peanut butter. So, so uh, <laughs> you like that, Chris? Yeah, that was good. That was good. <laughs> is that a Re- Reese's? Yeah, is Reese's. That what that is? Reese's reference. A, yeah. The old double R. Do you they, got do my they really, because I don't remember, butter. do they establish, is one more truly more sinister than the other? Is Lazarus A more sinister than Lazarus B or vice versa? Lazarus B is more sinister than Lazarus A. But is he really, or is it just an interpretation? That's what they're trying to figure uh, out. Okay. Which do, one's the do, crazy one? Do they figure it out? Eventually. And how, when, they figured it out. <laughs> and what happened? Noah's like, give me a hint. <laughs> give me a hint, because I don't you remember. You wrote this song, Noah. I said, like I said, I, I wrote, wrote a- the song, but as we've covered before, he did not write the episode. <laughs> That's right. Hey, I don't want to start. Was Trek. that Gene L. Coon as well? <laughs> Gene. Uh, he, Come he, on, he, Gene. Gene L. Coon was responsible for the screenplay. Oh. He was not the writer of this episode, though. Uh, the, so the story outline was originally by Don Ingalls, which we don't see that mm. name all that much. And then the uh, final draft teleplay was uh, Gene Alcoon and Stephen Carbazzos. Oh, which I don't remember that yeah, name either. Stevie, Stevie C. That, <laughs> yeah. that guy, that guy <laughs> must be the problem. <laughs> There's a reason he only had one episode. Oh, Stevie C. Yeah, so once they beamed, I beamed down to the planet, the Lazarus A is just like, yeah, you got to help me destroy this monster. And they're like, what monster, you liar? And that's when the whole winking thing starts and they come across Lazarus B after he stumbles and 
falls off of a rock down towards him. Like, ha uh-huh. ha, there well, you are. One, one of them that. has like a scar on his head, right? Like, Lazarus yeah. A. Like a gash. Yeah. Cause, uh, um, bones puts the bandage on him. Yeah. But then Lazarus B shows up. He's totally fine. Nobody like, notices. What happened to your bandage? Yeah. And it's like, no, don't worry about it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> And why is your mustache so much longer? <laughs> and slightly <laughs> askew. Right. Oh, God. So, yeah, it's like basically like a dead planet that they're orbiting, that like Lazarus has been there for a hot minute, and finally his little experiment worked and was able to stop a ship. So, like, once the Enterprise figured out that they were drained, they were led, they were like all the other ships nearby, they were like, get away from this planet. We don't want the same thing happening to you. Yeah, it's just the the goofiest, weirdest start ever. And then, like, the solution is like they both have to jump into the same capsule at the same time or something to 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 be in the winking, solarized negative world together. Yeah, the the negative magnetic corridor. Mm. Yeah, that's okay. some science for you right there. <laughs> is that when they jump in, they're hugging each other? <laughs> There's a lot of yeah, hug- yeah, yeah. That's hugging. like the, like the, that that corridor basically connects the two universes that they're kind of going between when they do the weird acid live Grateful Dead flashback <laughs> thing that just keeps going on, and basically both of them want to destroy each other. And um, so, like, if Kurt can force Lazarus into the corridor, Lazarus B can hold him there. And then Kirk can destroy his ship. Um, yeah, and it's... Uh, I can't even keep going on with this, <laughs> this episode. I, I, well, I, th- I think we got the gist. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and then, you know, wh- what of Lazarus? What? What of, of Lazarus? Lazarus. What of Lazarus? <laughs> <laughs> I always forget that's the how's final line. It's how's the... the uh, it's in there. How, how's it end? What of Lazarus? What of Lazarus? <laughs> <laughs> Not the song. The yeah, well, but the the, <laughs> the, the, the the episode ends finally with the two Lazaruses. Lazari. Lazari, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for going along with Lazari. <laughs> Lazar, lamer I. Um, so yeah, once the once they fight, uh, the, the phaser beam vaporizes the ship, sealing the two for all eternity, oh, that's caught right. together between universes. In tragic. And as a... Shakespearean. According to Memory Alpha, this is the exact wording for the end of the episode. Kirk ruminates on the fact that the two Lazarus... Lazarus. Lazarus. Are going to be those. at each other's throats for all time and one and wonders how it would be. Spock reminds Kirk that the universe is universe slash universe is are now safe. And then Kirk says, For you and me, but what of Lazarus? And Kirk mm. says never what's he saying? Uh, or he says um at each other's throats forever. Is that what he says? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I interpret that as a never-ending hug. Oh, a Spock says, Jim, madness has no purpose or reason, but it may have a goal. Not for this episode, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, clearly, I chose to write about the, the obvious themes in here, which, on the surface... <laughs> what? <laughs> on the surface, it seems that there are two people who hate each other. But hate is such a strong emotion that sometimes it can be confused with love, uh, yeah. right? So these are clearly two people. They complete each other. Who complete each other. Two people who are 
belong they together. They can't live without one another. Can't live without each other. Yeah. They're doomed slash destined to spend all of eternity together. Yeah. They are. And 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 so like that is I, seriously. I, I I took it seriously, man. I know you I we took know. it seriously. With this sweet, sweet <laughs> love song. <laughs> but it is, you know, it's like just just you know, sometimes people who, who hate each other really love each other. The emotions are so strong that they actually it's it's actually love. It's like an old it's love that's translating as hate. Yes. Well, one one thing I love about this song is that one of the things that we like to do sometimes is interpret, make our own interpretation of what's going on in an episode. Yeah. And because there's a lot, you know, we're watching for, you know, 42 minutes or whatever, this story, but there's a lot of what if, you know, behind yeah. that story or what else is happening. And I love that Noah took this story that seems to be these two warring individuals and just made it this story that, you know, they really want to be together. They're just, it's like they can't admit it. It's, it's a fighting couple. Yeah. It's, 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 it's this abusive relationship, abusive relationship and they just can't quit each other. I and, almost viewed your take on this song is almost like a mystery science theater 3000 kind of thing. It's like the movie, the show, the episode is so bad that you're just making up your own plot line to it. And you're like, Oh, they're not fighting at all. This is just love right here. This, this was the first real, what the f five-year mission song we we've we've had a few over the years I, I think each of us has probably submitted at least one yeah uh you know like um so it was more than others with, within the mainframe you know like yeah. you know you, you when you when you first hear it you're like what the fuck <laughs> what is that and and then you know and uh but i think this was the first like you know because we didn't have any that were too bizarre on i would year i would one. i would say more artistic <laughs> artistic license kind of and, thing well just yeah. you know just so so far away from <laughs> everything that we have done previously is yeah, what i yeah, mean yeah, yeah. like the style of it the theme of it just the, the approach to interpreting the episode like I, honestly when i heard <laughs> when 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 you first sent this out and we heard it I was like, okay, so where's the real song? <laughs> you know, like, like I, I, I thought for sure that this was not going to make it onto the album in the in the the, the way that you had written it. I thought, well, we're gonna end up rewriting this. So basically, that they like you 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 that, that is that how you got the idea for for Wolf in the Fold? <laughs> <laughs> no, I got the idea for Wolf in the Fold by watching the first three minutes of Wolf in the Fold. <laughs> I can't remember. My initial reaction. I I mean I love it now. I'm always like, let's let's play this. Let's play this. But I can't remember if I thought it was inspired or just way out like it was a way joke. Well, yeah. Cause it could have gone either way. It's a beautiful song. <laughs> yeah. Which is the crazy thing. Like until you start listening to the lyrics and you've seen the episode and you're like, What? <laughs> I, I I did I did push myself to find like I, I as as Mike knows and others know like I love those like weird jazzy 
well, are they major sevenths? Is that the technical I don't name? Know. <laughs> there's some kind of there. Don't get too technical. Well, yeah, because I, I don't know, but they're. <laughs> They're they're just like this kind of jazzy we, we, sounding. We, we call them jazz chords, jazz chords sort of thing. Uh, they're, they're probably not the chords that guys that play jazz use at all. They're no, probably right, like, right, right. yeah. What's that wimpy chord that you're playing? <laughs> <laughs> but like most of the time, I only know like two of them. Yeah. And this, this musical. In this song, I was like, I started it, and I'm like, I'm gonna have to keep going, and I had to figure out like four more weird <laughs> ass jazz. Had chords. to make up some chords. Yeah. I started this. Now I gotta finish it. But like musically, my my influence from that was, and it may not have translated into the final product. But as I was doing it, um, it I, I was very influenced by a band called the House Martins, which was yeah. a, a kind of '80s British pop band. Mm. Um, but they they had like there's a song called Johannesburg by them, which which is just acoustic with these very sort of jazzy. Mm chords and it's kind of this mm-hmm. sweet love song if if people who are listening have never heard it go look it up johannesburg by the house martins it's a great song um when but, they look it up is it going to be this song verbatim <laughs> with, with, with like a little nope. bit difference <laughs> no hopefully not um but maybe you know like some of your other songs right. <laughs> <laughs> uh but it's uh, that's was kind of my initial influence, and then you know it 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 kind of did did its thing. And then there's another great song that I guess sort of it there's a song by the Jazz Butcher called Party Time, which is just a fantastic song, which is very very jazzy sounding. Well, I um, would hope by someone called but yeah, the Jazz Butcher. The Jazz Butcher, but actually a lot of their songs are not. Just <laughs> <laughs> they're just butchering jazz. They're, yeah, they're they're butchering. But um, the song Party Time is a lot like that. And then once we did full band, I kind of wanted to try to go a little bit in that direction. And I don't know that it that it totally did. But it, it that, that's I mean, that's what comes, you know, you, you you're influenced and you you try to create these these things that are kind of in the vein of something. But, you know, everybody's doing their own thing and it becomes its own thing, mm-hmm. which I think is which is, is great. Yeah. <laughs> which, which is like jazz, jazz. yeah. <laughs> but that, that really is what happened with the songs. Like yeah. when you listen to it, I mean, everything that everybody is playing is just different. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's you know, like a lot of songs, you know, we're all playing like the same chords or kind of following the same thing. And this is one of those songs where everyone's just kind of doing their own thing. Yep. Yeah. And it all works. And it works. I don't know. I think I'm playing. I'm just playing it piano sound on the keys and i think that goes along with the guitar pretty pretty closely we were playing a real um you brought in your um what is it like your your big your big old gigantic keyboard like a real like we weren't playing like our oh the roads yeah that's right we brought in the actual roads i forgot about that yeah and then there's also the 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 bell sound Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Which we, did we yeah. play it in actual? I, I'm not sure what we played that on, but it's was it on a Glockenspiel. It was like a, it was I think the, it was. The, the, I think it was an actual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. I have a Rhodes stage piano. It's like a 1975. I for I forgot we used that. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember when you first sent out this demo. I was like. I'm not adding anything to this. <laughs> this is just going to be as is. I don't. Th- I think it's just just be Noah and a guitar. Do do we still have like I don't know that I have, I have a, a copy. Uh, do we still have a copy I, I of the original demo of this? Just the acoustic. I have all demo the demos. Okay. Whenever you guys sent them to me, I put them in a folder. Okay. Well, okay. I'm I'm glad you're archiving. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. I've, I've lost too many computers since <laughs> then to, to know whether it still exists. Yeah, I have all the demos that I think I have them all. I'll have to look. Except for, you know, ones like your forced box brain. I don't have that. Mm. Oh, you didn't get that demo? No. Nah. That, you know, that, <laughs> maybe I did. That's actually. why. That's why when we got to practice, no one knew what to do, and we just had to make some weird <laughs> shit up. No one heard the demo. Yeah. That, that, that song was supposed to be amazing. Yeah, that's why. It was supposed to be well, amazing. I, I know Patrick's not here to speak, but I know he, like, he plays bass on this, mm-hmm. and I remember he, he was like, yeah, I like, I like doing, like, a loungy bass. I can, I can do this, and, and mm-hmm. he did, and mm-hmm. I, I really liked the, the bass line that he put yeah. on that. Yeah, me too. And then you you're playing lead, and you came up with that little that yeah. little thing. So the, <laughs> very, very memorable little. Yeah, it's, and and I still remember that to this day. Like I can I can just grab a guitar and play it anytime, <laughs> and it's 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 one of the like my my favorite little guitar bits that I've ever come up with. Just you know. It's just so little. It's like so happy, and it's got that little harmonic at the end, and it's just yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember anything from the rest of the song. <laughs> I don't know any like I don't know a single thing I played. That's on this true. I don't song. know what you play on. Uh, yeah. But that part, I know it, and I can play it anytime. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I would have to listen to the song. To, I don't remember. My parts at all? Oh, I, 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 I don't remember. <laughs> I remember the first two chords, and beyond that, like, I, I don't remember. I think we maybe only played this live like once or twice. Yeah, I, I, I can, I can remember we played it at Trek Fest, Fest in the mm. heat. So, oh yeah, it was hot, hundred degrees, heat. and Patrick oh, yeah. cut his pants off in the shorts. <laughs> that's right, because <laughs> I posted. I posted that somewhere. Did. Oh, that's on right. I think it was on yeah. Patreon. Yeah, because I I that looked, song specifically. Yeah, yeah it was that, it was, and it was just it was a, a but it was it wasn't a much of it. It, it was, was like it a was just a little it. part. It was only like we, half the song. Yeah, we only it started Camera like in the middle of the song or yeah. something, mm. and so I and I found I can't believe we did. That. Yeah, I I can't remember if we have another recording of that or not, but. We don't have any like we don't have a good solid recording. I of don't it. remember no. playing it. Well, we've only played time. it once or twice. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We keep saying that, but I don't remember the twice. I only remember the once. I, we may I, have played I say it or uh, twice, just in case <laughs> it exists. In case it was, in case it happened. We may have played it. Someone's going to be like, "You played it at that coffee shop <laughs> in 2011." <laughs> we might have played it at like That's one true. of the, you know, like That's when true. we did the storytellers or some other acoustic. Gig. It's, it's yeah. possible. You're right. It's possible. Could have done. You know what? Uh, I want to say we maybe we did it in Cleveland. That would have been the storytellers thing. Yeah, like right? yeah. like 2015. I want to say because I because the only other reason I remember the year for Cleveland was because that was when Trump was running for president and he had a rally in Cleveland. Oh yeah, uh, like That's like right. two blocks away from the where the convention was. And none of us and took that seriously. His, his motorcade came driving nope. by, and I stood out there in full uniform, given the live long and prosper with one hand and the middle finger with the other, <laughs> as his motorcade drove yeah. by. And it so was 2015. It was I just think a, we did that. It was just a joke. I don't. Uh, you know what? We have a recording of that. If that storytellers. It, if and we did, it probably was just you playing it and singing it. Probably. And maybe I played my part. No, we 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 have that on video because we were watching that. Not too long ago. That's just suffice it to say, we haven't played it very much. Yeah. <clears throat> so in the in the last little songs, we talked about how you challenged me to write a short song, 
or I, I saw it as a challenge because <laughs> you know, supposedly all of my songs were epic. You know, Shore Leave was like six minutes. No Friday's Child, long. baby. But you know, <laughs> all, no all my other child. ones were like you know four minutes. You know, like not not too terrible for a song. But this song is like five and five and a half minutes, minutes yeah. long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, ha, uh, why didn't you just write two songs, Noah? I learned it by watching you. <laughs> <laughs> this song is epically long for This Noah. song is five minutes and 20, 20 seconds long. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I, I, I took after you and I wrote like one too many verses it's, and one too many choruses. It gets tiring. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. You, have to, you have to use a lot more words when you're talking about a love story this epic. You do. I mean, there's a lot to say. A lot to say. And, yeah. And, I wanted to say it all. <laughs> like right around the time when, when you think, man, this song's got to be wrapping up. <laughs> that's when suddenly you're like, what's the matter? And time matter. Yeah, right. Like, and then there's another whole yeah. verse. Here's a bridge. That. Here's a bridge. You didn't expect. <laughs> and here's a coda. Yeah. Yeah. I expected it at all. <laughs> I was like, yeah, but, okay. But, here we by go. By the way, what's, what's the matter? And time matter. That's what's the classic. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that was a great. Line. Actually, there's a lot of like of like wordplay in this song that's really entertaining. It is, really yeah. good. Like, you know, very ambiguous. See, I used it correctly, Chris. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, just, just in, in the first verse alone. Lazarus, there's solutions, but you never commit. Lazarus, you've been scheming, and I play hard to get. Come on, dude. <laughs> I know, right? I, I tried to include some as much innuendo as as possible. Yeah, if, you if, did. If people were willing to, you did. To there. A, I just, I just, still, <laughs> I just love the line under the flashing lights. Lights, we will dance and fight. And while we're so similar, the differences are minimal, but regrettable. It's incredible. <laughs> Pure fucking. Poetry. I, I'm 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 gonna quote Mike for what he sent me the other night after he finished uh, um, the uh, last was, battle, let, let last, 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 last battlefield. This shit writes itself, <laughs> <laughs> and that was one of the cases where it just did. It, it just was flowed. Just, it just flowed, flowed out. It was and, so easy. Yep. It was just. I love it, it when they do that. And mm. I was, I think, slapping my own knee a couple of times as I was <laughs> as I was writing it down. I like I'm it. Just, Got some I'm more just, lines. I'm just reading through the lyrics and going, <laughs> "What the hell?" <laughs> give it, give, give no, I the, don't remember. The, you know, I don't remember my. The lyrics. very last last part of the song is uh, uh, as as close as they'll ever be with our hands around each other's sleeves in a holding squeeze <laughs> of our bodies. Of our bodies. <laughs> yes. Of our bodies. <laughs> It's funny because uh, it's uh, true. I, and I can say bodies. you 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 adding in the little uh, uh, part cracks me up every time I hear that song. What's the matter, anti-matter of our bodies? What's the matter, anti-matter? Lots, lots of interplay. Uh, Actually, I I remember recording the those those backing vocals, and I believe it was me and Patrick. And yeah, that he's what, noted on the. You know, I don't think I about. have any vocal on this song, do I? You do. You, you, do. you sing yeah, some of the, like sure. harmonies on the verses. Yeah, you oh, do. Okay. Yeah, actually, um, you sing quite a bit. I think. And I don't uh, remember. 
Yeah, it, your, your credit it, is it was, vocals. It was weird because, <laughs> because uh, you know, we always well. record all of our vocals separately. We, we never, like, sing them together. Right. And for some reason, Patrick and I sang those What's the Matter Antimatters together, and we're, like, standing each on the side of the mic, <laughs> like, looking into each other's <laughs> eyes, going, What's the Matter Antimatter? <laughs> and, uh, I wish we had video of that. We should post up the... Uh, we should post up the demo at some point on Patreon. Oh yeah, because um, I, I, I haven't I haven't heard it in since I maybe we'll send it out. May, maybe we'll we we can put the demo on the on our Patreon yeah. uh, before the release of this episode. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Just as kind of a hey, our upcoming podcast episode. This is here's the demo. Uh, yeah, because yeah, not be fun. I doubt many people have heard that and be like, uh, yeah, probably it's, not. It, it's, it's, <laughs> no it's, one's so, heard it except for us. Yeah. yeah. So this is so then we this then we can be like. This was Fark's vision. <laughs> yeah, this was, it was. just it Noah, was guitar, and <laughs> Noah's voice. And that's saying a lot because you don't usually want to do that. No, no. <laughs> You're like, let's figure out a way to get drums on this. Real drums. Real drums. Real yes. drums. No brushes. <laughs> no brushes. No little clicky. And he's aller- allergic to brushes. I really am. <laughs> Andy, go ahead and throw out your your fact about the Lazarus actor. Which I, thought, oh. which I thought was interesting. Did you remember yeah, that store, on. Lazarus? That's played out, Chris. Played out. Not only for Patreon. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, because I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure, real Trekkies know. Hey, you know what? Um, if you want to hear what we're talking about, you know, the whole Lazarus thing, jump jump on a Patreon. Check it out, because that's where you can hear that. The whole thing. The whole unedited version. About the real Lazarus, not the character. No, the I'm talking about, yeah, the, re- the department, the department store. store. Uh, no, no, no well, spoilers. From the 80s. <laughs> they, need, they have to subscribe to the Trek, Trek Geeks, Geeks Patreon. Patreon. Well, there you go. Do that, too. <laughs> but also subscribe to our Patreon. More importantly. Where, where you won't receive that story, but you'll get other cool stuff. <laughs> if you subscribe to our Patreon, we'll tell you the story. I've completely lost control of this. <laughs> Back to it's, Fark. It's, it's cute that Andy thinks he ever had control. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah. Anyhow, real Trekkies may know. Real Trekkies. Um, uh, that originally J- John Barrymore was supposed to play Lazarus, Drew Barrymore's father. Really? Uh, but he did not show up. He just didn't show up. Yeah. And turned out he got, he actually got blacklisted for a while because of this. I think I knew was, that. Was he was he suffering from substance abuse? No, he just he just didn't want to do it. Yeah, just didn't want to do it. So, so when they started filming this episode and John Barrymore just didn't show up, they started shooting all the scenes like or just around him, like where he was supposed to be. Mm. And uh, they finally dragged in the actor Robert Brown. Um, who basically literally just got tossed into this. Who unfortunately did not have facial hair. No, no, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, he got dragged in, no rehearsal time, no nothing. He was just happened to be on the lot <laughs> at the time. Cause uh, the, the, he was, he did an episode of sh- the TV series, Shane oh. on the same, on the same lot, uh, like the year before. So they kind of remember, and he was just kind of hanging around and uh, so they dragged him in here. Uh, but he, he was a working actor back then. He was in the classic film Tower of London, which is like a kind of a horror movie. Uh, then he was did like three episodes of Perry Mason. 
and he was on uh let's see he was on an ep- one episode of bewitched uh the new dick van dyke show manix colombo police story archie bunker's place dang uh he did an episode of fantasy island uh last thing he did was uh, an episode of in the heat of the night uh, but the one thing I noticed going through his IMDb, and I'm assuming this is where the band got their name, uh, he did a sh- one season of a show, he has the lead, a show called Primus. <laughs> Primus. Primus, playing Carter Primus. Uh, he was a deep water troubleshooter, whatever that means. <laughs> what is a deep water hey, troubleshooter? Hey, man, I got some trouble with my deep water. Can we you... got this oil rig and one of the legs is falling apart. Can you shoot it? <laughs> we got this octopus causing havoc down underneath in the reef. Uh, down underneath in the reef. Underneath squids, that's the what reef. your problem is. Yeah, but he was Better a <laughs> deep water troubleshooter called upon to solve a vast array of situations. He relied on a variety of devices, including a robot, <laughs> a curmudgeonly friend, Charlie, and the lovely Tony. Oh, Tony. That is all there is about this show. On <laughs> no other actors, no other plots or episode listings, nothing. I have to find this Wait, show was the robot it. named Chum? We don't know. <laughs> Yeah. Chum. What, what, what would Chum stand for, Chris? It's you know, like he's deep water, and it's sharks are no. What did it, it yeah, have to be an C acronym? C H U M. Computerized humanoid underwater machine. Oh my god! Hello. There you go. We got right to the side. We got to remake Primus now. Apparently, or do or just or just continue on with the second season of what we think it would be without actually having seen. Actual because it probably Primus doesn't show. exist. We probably can't previously watch it on Primus. <laughs> Jerry was a race car driver. Um, <laughs> drove so goddamn fast. Never did window checkered flags, but he never did come in last. Um, but yeah, uh, and also the other fun little factoid that I saw was uh, the dome of Lazarus's ship got recycled, and that is what is holding in the providers on uh, the Gamesters of Triskelion. Ah, uh, yeah. they like Makes to reuse sense. those props. Yes, props. They do. As as you will see when you watch the empath. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as a matter of fact, uh, one of uh, one of Lazarus's Lazarus's outfit from the episode uh, ended up getting worn by a background actor uh, at the little dinner get together on a, j- a journey to Babel. Ah. But so. did they save the goatee? I would hope. What do you think Spock's wearing in Mirror Mirror? Which which version? <laughs> I, Did they save the goatee? Uh, which one of the six different weird beards? <laughs> really? I mean, <laughs> weird I remember watching it. I remember watching it, and I noticed, you know, the facial hair would kind of move around. But then it starts getting thinner, and all of a sudden it literally looks like he has a bird nest on it, on it like, yeah, under, under his mouth. It's so bad. <laughs> I, was, I was just... <laughs> laughing so hard about it because it was yeah. and it just changes in every scene it's so f- i mean you can tell yeah. that they shot it out of order oh yeah oh easily. but what is so f- it's just so funny it just it's uh the continuity is not great in that in that one i just want to google and see if, if there are any hits come up just for lazarus's beard well and you know what i you know how sometimes what is that Oh, that's a that's a band, La- Lazarus and the Weird Beards. 
Thanks for coming out. We're Lazarus with the weird beers. Next up, Gorn Hunter. Google Google just uh, just auto filled it. That's uh. <laughs> put Star Trek Laz and it said Star it just automatically Google filled to Star Trek Lazarus beard. Lazarus beard. <laughs> <laughs> well, I and really famous beard. I was thinking about it and um, I hadn't seen it in a long time, and it occurred to me I'm like maybe maybe it's not as bad as I remember. And then I watched it specifically for that. And it was as bad as I remembered. It was really, it, well, it wasn't as bad, but it was still very noticeable that his beard shifts about yeah. throughout the episode. Well, it's funny because Willy-nilly. there Willy-nilly. is um, there's a website called moviemistakes.com and they have a whole thing about the alternative factor in this. <laughs> First one is, uh, let's see, uh, both the positive and negative versions of Lazarus have a long mustache and fairly full waterfall beard <laughs> yeah. until until the scene in the briefing room when inexplicably the mustache and beard are both suddenly so thin they're barely visible. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Um, another con- continuity mistake. Mad Lazarus has just put a black and white hatch cover over the stolen dilithium crystal in his time ship. It's in place when Kirk arrives to confront him, but a moment later when Kirk leans in and is accidentally transported to the negative universe, the cover's disappeared. That was Lazarus B, up to his shenanigans. Yeah, apparently. Uh, There's a plot hole. Kirk knows that Lazarus is insane and that he wants the Enterprise Dilithium Crystals, yet he's not restrained in sickbay and is in fact given free run of the ship so that he can knock out the crew in engineering and steal the Dilithium Crystals. Crystals. (laughs) This <laughs> is just one. Just they just uh, Lazarus's goatee and facial hair injuries are constantly changing. Huh. <laughs> That's just one of them. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. So obviously, if there's uh, like five different things on moviemistakes.com, you know you messed up. <laughs> and one of the special ones is his beard and injury. Any any other memories of this song, Noah? Any other thoughts before we before we go? No, except I did favorites when I when I recorded the um, when we were doing video of it. You know, we were oh, doing, like, yeah, videos the, of our yeah the, the, the edited videos. I, yeah. I, I I recorded myself playing it acoustically and in the solarized black and white. Yeah, uh, oh, we, you yeah. Know, wink wink version in, of in, it. In all of we you know, we. Mm. Especially back then, we made those episode videos for like almost every song. Every song, yeah. yeah. And th- this is the only one that has anything like that. That in I it. Inters- interspersed myself. Yeah, into. yeah. 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 Every, all the other ones have just re- actual footage yeah. from the show. Yeah. This one, you you added that. That's that. right. I forgot about it's that. It's so weird. Yeah. Hey, do you like five-year mission and do you like getting exclusive content? Then you should check us out on Patreon if you haven't already. Over there, you can become a patron of five-year mission and that way you'll get all kinds of cool stuff that nobody else gets because they're not on Patreon. Things like videos and pictures, early releases, exclusive releases. Uh, We just put a live album on there recently that's only available on Patreon and we have different tiers where you get different perks. You can be a lieutenant commander, you can be a captain, you can be an admiral. And one of the perks for being an admiral is that you get to be a producer on this podcast. Currently, our admiral producers are Neil Carpenter, Roxy and Becky, Carol Jones, Jim Tift, 
Helen Lake, Steve and Frankie Palopoli, Debbie Ranke, Madison Rachel Jones, and of course, Jim Morehouse. Your name could be on this list. Just head over to patreon.com slash five-year mission right now and sign up. That's patreon.com slash the number five-year mission. Fantest.com is your home for all things pop culture pin related. Right now, you can get brand new releases from DC Comics as well as, you know, Star Trek. They got the brand new insignia badges from Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan. You know, the, you know, it's shaking Shatner Khan. Yeah. Uh, and you can also get the brand new Prodigy cast pins. That's right. The entire main cast of Prodigy in pin form. You know, why don't we get the ship in there too, fans? That's Bonnie Gordon would love that since she voices the ship. So enter in the discount code TrekGeeks at checkout, and you can get 10% off your entire order when you enter in TrekGeeks, all caps, one word, no spaces, TrekGeeks. Fansets, our pins have character, and we thank Fansets for sponsoring each and every episode of Five Year Mission, the podcast, for whatever reason. It's incredible. 
said to McCoy in this episode sometimes pain can drive a man harder than pleasure and <laughs> pain was definitely the motivator in watching this episode again see there's another like innuendo right there Ooh, yeah Lazarus A in Lazarus B the pain harder than pleasure give us mm. a pain and delight yep. <laughs> it all happens for a reason <laughs> and this episode happened for a reason because that wraps up another episode of what are little songs made of We'll come back with you another time with a much better episode. I still like the episode. You're so wrong. I'm... It's your opinion, but I know opinions are just that. But man, that opinion is so wrong. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Good. I'm going to go home and watch it. Gross. <laughs> I'm going to go home and learn how to play the song again. Good idea. Because we, we need to bust this one out live we again. We actually I think. do, yeah. Don't trouble yourself. I'm going to go home and have a life. <laughs> <laughs> Nerds. We know that's not true. Theme song! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Five Your Mission, the podcast. 
If any of you are interested in listening to more of our music, you can check us out on YouTube or Spotify or iTunes or pretty much anywhere that you can listen to music. Just search for Five Year Mission and we should be the first thing that comes up. If you would like to contact us in regards to the podcast or anything else that you want to talk to us about, you can email us at fiveyearmissionband at gmail.com. And for more information about the band, you can go to fiveyearmission.net and also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Five-Year Mission, the podcast, is a production of Coconut Media Works. Executive producers Bill Smith and Dan Davidson. For more great Star Trek discussion, discover the other shows of the Trek Geeks podcast network at trekgeeks.com or find us in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. This has been a classic Rittenhouse production. 